Hello everyone! Facebook here go. Hello everyone! I hope you're doing well tonight. I am. We've had a little rain and a little thunderstorms, but we're doing good. We needed the rain. The Lord blessed us with some rain. We've had a very good Sunday. I hope you have too. Tonight's message is called The Harvest. We've, we've focused the past couple of lives since we've come back on what is salvation and the last message was on the second coming of Christ. Tonight I want to focus on the harvest and tonight what I mean by the harvest is the harvest of souls that we have the opportunity to bring to Christ. The, the Bible says the labors are few. And we, we, but the labors are few, but the harvest is plenty. And we need to be telling others about Christ. There are two kinds of harvest. A natural harvest and a spiritual harvest. Farmers hire laborers to harvest their crops for the physical harvest. Just as we are called to be God's laborers in a spiritual harvest. Matthew chapter 20 verse 1 through 16 states reads as follows for the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for the for his vineyard now when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day he sent them into the vineyard and he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them you also go to the vineyard and whatever is right I will give you so they went and so they went again he went out about the sixth hour and the ninth hour and did likewise and about the eleventh hour he 
went out and found others standing idle and said to them, Why have you been standing here all day? They said to him, Because no one hired us. He said to them, You also go into my vineyard. You also go into my vineyard, and whatever is right, you will receive. So when evening had come, the owner of the vineyard said to his steward, Call the laborers and give them their wages, beginning with the last to the first. And when those came who were hired about the eleventh hour, they received a denarius. They, they received a denarius. But when the first came, they so supposed that they would receive more, and likewise received each a denarius. And when they had received it, they complained against the landowner, saying. These men have worked only one hour, and you made them equal to us who have who have borne the burden of and heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, Friends, and said, friend, I'm doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for Daenerys? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give this last man the same as you, as you to, the same as to you. Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? So the last will be first and the first last. For many are called, but few are chosen. Right there, Jesus speaking in this parable says it doesn't matter when you come to the Lord whether it was 30 years ago or yesterday you can be a laborer and win people to Jesus Christ and you're seen equal and praise the Lord we're seen equal in God's eyes And praise the Lord, he says in this parable, he gives an example of equal opportunity. I mean, this is, this is a good example of equal opportunity employment, um, to put it in today's terms. The same reward 
that I'm going to get is the same reward you're going to get in heaven. We're both treated equal in God's eyes. And he doesn't look at, at like I said earlier, um, the last life. He doesn't look at our status, our color of our skin, or, or, you know, our ability. He looks at our heart. And thank goodness he looks at our heart and he knows our heart and he knows what we've been through. But he knows that if we are truly ask for forgiveness and are true Christians, that he knows our heart and he knows where we come from. But the point is, once you ask Jesus into your life, while other people like to bring up your past, the Lord Jesus says, once you're washed in my blood and ask for forgiveness and ask me to come into your heart, the Lord Jesus says, I'll wash your sins away as far as the east is from the west and thankfully he he does that and we are all treated equal we are all seen equal in god's eyes What does God want in a laborer? He wants a cheerful laborer. He wants an excited laborer. He wants uh, a laborer with, with conviction. And when I say conviction, with commitment. He wants a laborer that, that no matter how hard it's, go and get that will stand for Jesus Christ in, in the good days and the bad. He wants a laborer that will stand up for him and speak his word no matter what others say. It's, it's all about his word, his will, and his way. Don't be let, let behind. Think about those you could reach for your harvest for Christ. Don't let them be left saying, no one told me about Jesus Christ. Matthew 9, 37 and 38 is a good example for this. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, 
but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray that the Lord will send out laborers into the harvest. And you may say, well, what harvest are you talking about? Your harvest, your field. Just like when, when people pick tobacco or corn or, or beans or whatever it be, they, they go out in the field. Our field is our community, our state, our, our, our city, our town, our sphere of influence, our Facebook. It, it doesn't matter. And it, he's given examples, the Lord Jesus has given examples multiple times in Matthew 20 and again in Matthew 9 37 and 38 he states at the end of both he says the laborers are few but the harvest is plentiful he is pleading with us to share in the laborers and don't just let it lay on your pastor to be the laborer. Your pastor should be your co-laborer in, in your church, not, not just a laborer. He should work beside you. And I'm just going to say, you, your pastor shouldn't have to do all the work. You, Christ saved you and has come into your life. And if he is Lord of your life, you have that same authority to win others to Christ. Tell others what Christ has done in your life. Share your message with others of what Christ has done in your life. Your harvest is that person that comes up to you and says, remember me in prayer. Or that opportunity to do something for somebody that the Lord's laid on your heart and you just don't know why. And the Lord opens the door to to give it to give something to somebody. You go ahead and give it to them. But share the love of Jesus Christ with them when you do. The Bible says as if you're ashamed of me on earth, I will be ashamed of you. I don't want Christ ashamed of me. I want Christ to, to say, yes, you had your flaws, God. No, you weren't perfect, but you stood for me. And that's 
what I want for everybody that's listening to me tonight. You don't have to be perfect. We're not perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. The only one that's perfect is Jesus Christ. But we don't have to let our imperfections defeat us in witnessing for Jesus Christ. Just because we we may think, well, God can't use me. You don't know what others have gone through that you may be able to witness to them for what you went through in your past. Your past could be somebody's breakthrough. Your testimony could be somebody's salvation. Your testimony in Jesus Christ could be somebody's salvation. Are you going, are you giving, are we giving our time to Christ or are we just fitting Him in our schedule? Are, 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 are we just giving Christ time on Sunday or on Wednesday? Are we giving Christ time and getting in His Word and praying every day? Sometimes it's hard with schedules, but we have to make a conscious effort to give Christ our time and energy. John 4:38, John 4:34 through 38. Jesus said unto them, "My food is to do the will of Him who sent me." And finish, and to finish his work. Do not say there are still four months, and then comes the harvest. Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. And he who reaps receives wages. And he who gathers fruit for eternal life, that both he sow, he who, the, that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. For in this the saying is true, one sows and another one reaps. I sent you to the reap, I sent you to reap, for which you have not labored, others have labored, and you have entered into their labors. You never know what somebody is going through, and you may plant a seed and not see it come to fruition, they may not come to Christ right then, but you've planted a seed and somebody else will come along and water it and eventually it may lead to them receiving Christ and reaping that harvest. 
of the salvation of the soul. So don't ever think that you're planting a seed or watering that seed is not effective. It is effective and it'll eventually be reaped. Don't give up. And the last two scriptures I have for you tonight is are you ready for the harvest? We we don't want our friends and our family to say what Jeremiah says. Jeremiah eight twenty said it said the harvest is past. The summer is ended and we're not saved. I don't want anyone to say that one day when, 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 when the Lord calls us home and closes the opportunity for someone to be saved. I don't want them to say we're and we're not saved. And I don't think either of you watching want that either. So I challenge you tonight. When you lay your head down and you're about to go to bed, think about what, where is your harvest? Where is your influence and how can you share Jesus in that harvest where you are at and the people you're around, your work, your, your, your family, your, your, your sphere of influence your group of people, how can you share your relationship with Jesus Christ with them? Lastly, when is the harvest truly finished? Revelations 14, 15 through 20. And another angel came out of the temple crying in a loud voice to him who's sat on the cloud. Thrust in the sickle and reap, for the time has come for you to reap. The harvest of the earth is ripe. So he who sat on the cloud thrust in his sickle on the earth and, and the earth was reaped. Then another angel came out of the temple, which is in heaven. He also having a sharp sickle. And another came out of, from the altar, who had power over fire, 
and he cried with a wild, with a wild cry to him who had the short sickle, saying, Thrust your sharp sickle and gather the cleaves of the vine of the earth, for her grapes are fully ripe. So the angel thrust his sickle into the earth and gathered the vine of the earth and threw it into great wine press of the wrath of God and the wine press was trampled outside the city and they came out of, of the wine press up to the horse's bridle for one for one thousand six hundred furlongs. This is talking about the souls in Revelations that are are gonna be gathered up. I I don't I don't, the one thing that I want us to get from this tonight is I don't want you to not have the opportunity to come to know the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Tonight. If that's you, all you have to do is say, Lord Jesus, I know my sinner. Lord, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I know you were born and you went to the cross and died for my sins. But you rose again and defeated death in the grave and was sent by your Father, Father God, your one and only Son. Because you, because He loved the world so much, He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever shall believe in Him shall have everlasting life. And Lord, I claim that in my heart tonight. And Lord, I ask you to forgive me for my sins, and I thank you for for your love. And I ask you to save us. Hold on, right. that's all you have to ask here is that short, simple prayer. And, and tonight you can receive salvation. Tonight I don't want you to be fearful of the unknown, but confident in the known, which is the salvation 
of Jesus Christ. And it's not a bed of roses, but it can be a blessing. It is a blessing. And it is a joy. Throughout this world's hardships, it is still a joy to be a follower of Jesus Christ, even in these days. And we can be the hope. And today is the day of salvation. We're not promised tomorrow, but we are a guarantee today. My friends, I know it's a little longer than normal, but I feel impressed to share my heart and to share that we need to be the laborers in God's field and to seek souls for Jesus Christ and to share our testimonies. And now more than ever, we need to be not afraid to stand, but confident to stand. Thank you, God bless, and I'll see you Thursday night.